0: On today's episode, we're talking about how important passion is in the entrepreneurial journey. Is it something fluffy or is it actually something pretty mandatory for actually growing a meaningful, sustainable business? More in today's episode. Check it out. Here comes your good advice. Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Good Advice Podcast. I'm your host, and I appreciate you wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you for checking out the podcast and listening to this episode. Um, It's been a continual journey, continuing to hit record and ramble about the things that are related to business. And for those of you who have been part of the journey long term, I'm happy to know that the podcast has been helpful for you. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a podcast where you heard the intro. There's not a lot of fluff here. We just really like to talk about the real tangible, actionable stuff that's related to running a business. And one of the reasons why this was so important to me, one of the big reasons why I started this podcast was because basically whenever I started my business, I realized that there wasn't a lot of places where I could get the honest conversation on what does it really mean to run a business? Like what, if I don't have any customers, what's my next step? Like if I'm overwhelmed, like what do I do? Like how do I like, create order and structure out of my business, it felt like a lot of the events that I went to were really pitch heavy. It felt like that. um, and, And I don't begrudge anyone for selling their expertise. In fact, more often than not, I find myself in conversations with gifted entrepreneurs who are a bit averse to selling. And so I'm sort of convincing, hey, yeah, you should, you should both be an entrepreneur and do, you know, whatever product or service you're thinking about, and also try to make as much money as you can in the process. There's nothing wrong with that. But despite that, I also remember starting my own business and feeling like, I don't know who, I don't know who to talk to about this. I don't know who to ask about this. And for the people who I was really feeling like had some insight. It really felt like there was a paywall keeping me from really digging into that knowledge, uh, especially early on when I didn't have a lot of cash. So having said all that, thanks for tuning in today. And really what you can expect in today's episode, we're gonna be diving into one of these topics that hopefully guides you in the right direction. And this one, this one, this podcast episode today is kind of born out of a conversation on people who are really excited and energized by the entrepreneurial journey, Uh, I'm probably more so talking to the person who is in that corporate lifestyle and is thinking about, um, I'm thinking about leaving it, I'm thinking about quitting it, and I want to start my dream of being my own boss, you know, reporting to myself, making my own hours, and it's, you know, I, I just can't do this anymore. Like I'm in the grind, I'm in the weeds, I feel like I'm drowning even, uh, or even, you know what, it might not even be something like that where it's someone who's burned. Could also be someone who you're saying, hey, you know what, I've done 20 years or I've done a decade or more in this industry, I feel like I really understand it, and I feel like I have a better upside, excuse me, I feel like there's a bigger upside to me just tracking along and getting after this myself rather than continuing to, you know bump the numbers of whatever company I'm working with. And then there's probably a third group too of people who are just like, I'm just bored and want to do something else. <laughs> so whatever group you're in, uh, these are really the people that i'm I'm talking to today in today's episode. And for those of you who you you're a more seasoned entrepreneur, you're on the journey. I think you're gonna find today's episode pretty relatable. And uh, I think a couple things that I say, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's, I definitely know that pain. So going back to those original groups, you know, if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, okay, um, I'm excited to be an entrepreneur. I'm excited to be a business owner. Um, I, I don't wanna get you jaded. I don't wanna be cynical. I don't wanna, you know, make some joke about, you know, okay, good luck. But I do wanna talk about like, what are really the most important things you need to have on hand whenever you start your business? And I'm not talking about like, you know, did you get your business registered? Did you get your business license? Um, do you understand quarterly taxes? Like, these are the kinds of things that I'm not really referring to, like the pure logistics of it. But I do want to sort of talk and dig into some things that if you are new to the journey or you're thinking about jumping in something that might be pretty important to really not die as a new business owner. And this is so important because honestly, I'm trying to think about, I'm to think about how to phrase this. Business success and entrepreneurship is so much less about having the million dollar idea. And it's all the more about innovating and revising your product or service to lock in more and more with what your customer ultimately wants. And this is something that typically takes time. When I say time, I've talked on the podcast quite a bit about the 10-year game. It usually takes several years to build the momentum your business needs. And so all things said, you know, this is a bit of a longer game than, than maybe you might realize, especially in today's social media culture, where that's very excited to talk about overnight success stories. And if you just do this one thing, it's so easy. Just send this email, just use the script, yada, yada, yada. And these are things that have probably excited you as a newer business owner that you know, it's, it's probably things that have made you think, oh, wow, like I really can quit my job tomorrow and on Monday, you know, be building this six or seven-figure empire. Not necessarily. Now, I'm not saying I it won't happen to you. I, I hope that it does. Um, but it's like that old movie. Uh, I can't think of what it's called. It's The Exception, Not The Rule. It's, um, it's, I think it's called He's Just Not That Into You, I think. It's a chick flick. But like there's this commonality in the movie of that's the exception. It's not the rule pointing out that running and growing a business, it is the exception for someone to have an overnight success story. It's not, it's not the rule. It's not the rule of the game. More importantly, we absolutely love survivorship bias. And so we often cling to the story of someone who made it who, you know, against all odds, they made it happen. Maybe they made it happen faster than anyone else in their industry. And so we cling to that story and we think, yeah, I can do that without realizing that this is one business out of 25, 30 others that miserably failed and bankrupted whoever that person was who was starting the business. So I don't say all this to freak you out, but I am setting the stage, so to speak, to help you understand really the longevity of this process you're getting into. Now I mentioned at the start of the episode like like this podcast itself is kind of born out of this conversation with newer business owners where I'll, I I see this on social media. I talk to business owners who talk about this, but it's people who they love the entrepreneurial idea and the very next thing they say is what business should I start? What business should I start? Um, maybe that just needs to be the name of this podcast episode. I don't know, but it's it's this question that I hear again and again and again. And it's I have a certain number of cash, I have a certain amount of cash. I'm quitting my job or I want to quit my job. Now, what's the business? Like what what do I need to do? And it's a bit interesting to me because it's kind of like I envision someone buying a lotto ticket and ask asking the cashier, what numbers should I use? Because there's really no tried and true. Business that you're going to choose that's going to guarantee your success in entrepreneurship. Um, Now, there are, I'm not saying there aren't some things you can do to make your likelihood of surviving significantly higher than your competition or those who've come before you, and we'll talk about that. But I just want you to know that there is no single business, there is no single industry that will guarantee you success on this journey. The sooner you realize that, and the sooner you have realistic expectations, frankly, the easier you're gonna go on yourself. Meaning when you have that first setback, you're less likely to beat yourself up because you start to realize, I mean, this was my problem, was I was three, four, five months in and I wasn't a million dollar business owner and I was thinking like, "What? what's wrong with me? Like what's happening here? Rather than just digging into who's my customer, what am I solving for my, like these are the actual like mechanical things with business, with sales even, that would have been a lot more meaningful my bus- for my business if I had dug into those things earlier than later. So, moving right along here, you know these are things that really just having the right perspective. It's important for the health of you as an entrepreneur or as a business owner. But I talk to people who they ask this question: you know, what do I start? What should I do? And I've already mentioned it's kind of a silly question. And there's really two things that matter for a person who is looking to build a sustainable business. I think one, it's someone who has to have expertise in the industry that they are looking to get into. This seems a bit common sense, but you'd be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't be surprised, I don't know. How many times I talk to people who they say, hey, I've always wanted to open a restaurant. (laughs) I've always wanted to open a restaurant. I I think I'm gonna open a restaurant. Okay, well, uh, do you have any experience working in a restaurant? No. Okay. Do you know anything about restaurants? Have you talked to anyone? You have a friend who runs a restaurant? No. (laughs) Why do you want to run a restaurant? I don't know. It sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. Okay. Well, it's one of the most cash intense businesses that there is. And we're coming into a, I guess we're in a post COVID world where, um, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I frankly, I don't know what, like the tourism or like the you know, eating out industry is looking like right now. It's probably not as booming as it was in 2019. Uh, So, you know, it's like all these red flags get checked and you're like, okay, you're someone you have no experience whatsoever in this industry and you're hoping it's going to be successful. The odds of survival are not looking good. So I typically tell people, hey, this needs to be an industry that you understand because if you can already step into a product or service where you already understand your customer, meaning, and I don't mean like, um, because this is also what drives me crazy. It's like the person who's like, oh, I just so get like, it's such an obvious solution. It's such a meaningful solution. And yet no one's buying it because the customers don't see it as a solution. They don't see it as meaningful. And it's an ego-driven founder who's just high on their product. But someone who's been working in industry, who's already sold to customers, they know that customer inside and out. They know the pain that that customer, I mean, they could describe that pain to a random stranger. And if their customer was listening in for the customer to say, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Like, holy crap. Like, you know, me exactly like for someone to know their industry that person is going to be infinitely more successful than someone who doesn't, because they're skipping so many steps. I mean, your path to success is going to be so much quicker than the brand new, naive, um, <laughs> you know, aspiring entrepreneur. So these kind of—I think these things are kind of obvious, but there's this other piece that I think it, it also feels a little obvious, but I've I've seen people talk it down in the sense of, um, you know, Oh, it's not really that important. It's not really a big deal. Um, you know, that's just fluff. And I actually, it's kind of rare for me to talk about this because a lot of what I do talk about is very practically driven. It's less emotional. It's less, um, you know, mental concepts, Um, I'm not a life coach. I'm not a, you know, let's just talk it through. It's more like, okay, let's build the strategy and let's do it. Right. So this concept that I want to dig into, it's a little unusual for me and it does have some fluff to it, but I've, I've just been really thinking about this a lot over the last, um, really just couple of weeks actually. And I think to run and grow a meaningful business, you have to have passion i i think it's not just passion for the game i guess you know passion for what entrepreneurship is but also passion for your product or service and these are these aren't the same passion by the way like the life of entrepreneurship um i was talking to someone i've told the story a million times but it was a younger guy where he was like, I'm so, I so badly want to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, okay, what do you, what do you think that means? Cause he was, he had so much zest around this term that I thought, okay, there's a lot attached in his mind to this. So I said, well, you know, what do you, what do you think that word means entrepreneur? And he says, Oh, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you, you can sleep in as late as you want and no one tells you what to do. And I thought to myself, it kind of sounds like immaturity because <laughs> that's not the entrepreneur life that I know um, I mean, sure, I don't have a boss, but I'm reporting to my customers. I'm gathering their feedback. Uh, my wife is you know, obviously vested in my financial well-being, so I'm keeping her in the loop as to what's happening with the business. Um, and I'm definitely not sleeping in as late as I want. In fact, I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm pretty much tired all the time, (laughs) pretty much exhausted all the time. And I, I mean, part of that is because I have a toddler. So I think that's the bigger side of it, but you know, you don't say I'm going to become an entrepreneur and it's like, Oh, this is awesome. I went from 40 hours a week and now I'm down to 20 hours a week, or I work just 10 hours a week. Or uh, what's that book? Um, the entrepreneurship book, uh, the four hour work week, which it's, (laughs) I'm not knocking the book. You know, if you love it, if it's on your mantle, I'm not, I'm not attacking you, but you're not going to quit your corporate job and start a four hour work week the next week. If you do, again, it's the exception, not the rule, um, which again, the, the, the implicit message there is that you are not the exception. So (laughs) try to resist being that person who says, okay, yeah, but that will be me. Okay. Again, I hope it will be, but it probably won't be all this to say. Um, you are probably going to quit your job working 40 hours a week or 35 hours a week and be inundated with thoughts around bills, health insurance, customers, where's my next customer? Um, if you have employees payroll, am I going to make payroll? Um, the mechanics of running a business, like automating things, processes, protocols, Um, all of this on top of being the face of your business. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot happening there and you're probably going to be working. I would guess probably upwards, if not at least 40, I would say, um, upwards to 60 hours a week, most likely it's pretty common for a new business owner and you're going to experience incredible setbacks. You're going to experience thinking your business is going one direction and then It changes entirely either because of, um, you know, a customer that you thought you did a great job with who let you know that you didn't, or maybe the economy changes, you know, you open a restaurant and you really feel like you get restaurants and then COVID happens. And now you are, your restaurant's closed and you have $50,000 in debt. Uh, You know, you get a bad review, you get a bad review from someone that you're pretty sure isn't even your customer. Um, which by the way, I'm not like, if <laughs> in case you're wondering, I'm not like projecting my own, you know, life struggles here. I'm just, I've, I've talked to so many business owners, um, and I don't know if I'm a magnet for this or what, but it without sounding negative or pessimistic nine times, or I'd say it's probably too much, seven times out of 10, most of my conversations are, um, with people who they're, they've experienced like a really tough setback. They're like, yeah, life is really hard right now. Like, this is not what I thought it would be. Um, this is not what I expected it to be. Um, you know, I mean, even giving a personal story, um, I've I have had customers in the past or sales in the past where I knew it was a done deal. Like, I knew it was a done deal. And then it wasn't. And then it suddenly disappeared, and you were counting on that cash for a big bill coming up—maybe your mortgage, or or maybe you were gonna, you know, um, uh, like redo your website, or you were going to buy something, or who knows what—and the the sale fell through. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. I mean, you you hire an employee, and it all makes sense, and it feels good, and it looks good, and then all of a sudden two weeks in that employee says, Hey, you know, we're, you know, I gotta, we're moving. Sorry. I got to quit. And all that time and effort that you put into hiring someone is you now feel like, okay, I just wasted this, you know, I'm still losing money from this position, not being filled. And now I just wasted, you know, two weeks training someone or you you hire someone and they're not a good fit and you have to fire them and it's awkward and uncomfortable and it's painful and you know, all these other things. And, you know, again, I'm not. I'm not trying to air grievances that come with running a business, but if you are under the impression that it is easy or simple, or this is your early retirement, um, I'll go ahead and tell you, you are living on another planet. It is certainly not that way. Um, it is, frankly, the hardest thing I have ever done, and that is a similar comment that I've heard from other entrepreneurs that I really trust. It's a journey. It's challenging. It's tough. And because of all of these things that can be setbacks, that can be challenging, that can be, um, life questioning in the sense of like, what is my identity? What's my purpose? What am I doing? Even doing the right thing? I think you have to have passion for what you do. I think you have to have passion for the entrepreneurial game, like for the lifestyle, like being quick on your feet, agile, like being comfortable with that. But I think you have to also be passionate for what you sell. Because if you're not passionate about it, then when all of these things pop up, and sometimes they pop up in combination, one after another, or they pop up, you know, again and again and again, you know, if you don't have passion, because it's a 10-year game, because it's a long game, you're not going to have the endurance. You're not going to have the resiliency to not throw in the towel to say, screw this. Like, why am I wasting I'll, I'll go back and do you know, whatever job I was doing before. It's why more often than not, when I talk to entrepreneurs who have built their successful business, more often than not, I hear less and less about themselves. Like when I talk to a brand new entrepreneur and I'm like, you know, why do we be an entrepreneur? I hear a lot about like, oh, I'm so passionate about this. I'm really excited about it. Um, This is gonna be really awesome for my family. Like I have this really awesome idea and these are all okay comments, by the way. But I've noticed a difference in people who have created successful businesses. When you ask them about the game, the entrepreneurial game, What I actually hear most often are stories about their customers, what they've done for their customers, the, the sense of fulfillment they had in serving a customer, like them, their head hits the pillow and they realize I did something meaningful. Like I affected someone else's life. Even if it was a small product or service, you don't have to do something like you don't have to have like some life altering thing, but yeah, the the answer that I provided as a as a seller that was a good answer. It was an answer that that they could trust and can rely on and it made their life just a little bit easier. Like these are the stories that I hear from people and when I hear those stories I realize, you know, passion for your customer, for serving your customer for Making sure what you sell actually does what you say it does, (laughs) and that it's not about I made the sale. Now let me move on to the next sale. You know whether or not you know it's like that churn and burn of customers. Like ah, they didn't like it. Oh well. But like I'm making sure that I'm selling what I say I'm selling, and that it does what I say it does. Like those are the people who can stand the test of time, who can stand the turbulence and the trials of life that gets thrown at you sometimes at crazy intense speeds. And it lets you weather the storm that sometimes you're in for months at a time without even seeing any possibility for getting out of it. And then you finally do. And you look back, and this is the other thing that's a bit obnoxious, you know, people who tell the 10-year overnight success story. But you look back and you realize, yeah, We've built something meaningful. We have built something tangible, and it didn't happen overnight. It took a lot of grit, it took a lot of resiliency, and it took a lot of passion to keep after it, even when it seemed impossible. So I encourage you, find that passion and protect that passion, steward it, so you don't let it go. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, I appreciate you checking out the podcast. We update the podcast a few times a week, If you enjoyed this episode, you want to talk about the episode, I'd love to get your feedback. You can email me, Blake, at goodadvicecoaching.com, or you can leave a review on the podcast. And if you want to support the podcast, you can do that at our Patreon, patreon.com slash advice. I so appreciate you, and I'll catch you later. That's today's good advice. See ya.